eternally as a triune God. Because love must have an object. Love can't, you can't know love. It is unintelligible if, if it doesn't, if it is not love. You, how would you know it's love if there's only one? There must be a lover, the beloved, and there must be the sense of what love is. And although the triune God is always very difficult to describe, Augustine in his description like that, I think, makes sense. God is love, says John's epistle. Whoever dwells in God dwells in love. If a person does not love, then they, they, can't, they don't know God. This God is, 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 is inextricably love. And those who are his people in the world must be distinguished as such by their love for God and by their love for one another. And by their love, like God, for enemies. It's just the, it's, it's the love people. And so, brothers and sisters, what is required if we are to confess and claim to be the people of God? If you are a Christian, you must have an overwhelming sense that you are the beloved. If you have not come to understand that you are the object of God's love, then you have not begun to understand what it is to be part of God's people. For God's people are fiercely loved by them. And God's people who are fiercely loved, jealously loved, you are sung about that by their God, are expected by their God who loves with everything God has. So loved the world in the New Testament that he gave his monogenes, one and only, one of a kind. Son, you know, the, the imagery of God tearing out of his own breath, breath the integrity of the Son, giving him God so loved, he gave himself. The God so loved the world that he gave his one and only, so that nobody would be lost, so that nobody would miss out on God's plan and purpose. For the end of the world. For that anybody who wants it could have the very life of God as their experience. God who loves this way requires that those who are his people love like that. It's not okay. To sort of give God some time, you know, but, but, but we just need, how much time do you need God? 
I can't just have about 10 minutes. No. God wants, God gives you all and there is nothing else acceptable unless if you are the people of God, you give all. The Deuteronomic Shema. Hear, O Israel. Hear this. The Lord your God, the Lord is one. You must, this is the deal. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. You must love the Lord your God exhaustively because the implications are your God loves you Out of that exhaustive, I want to say, feast of love. We love the world and we are the loving people in the world. Like our God, we love enemies. Even as we love one another. The difference between the people in the Old Testament, the people of God, and you brothers and sisters, is that whereas they were told that that is what is necessary, it seems that there needed to be a whole history of God in order to demonstrate to us that knowing that that is how you should respond to God, and even having a sense of God's initial love to us is not sufficient to make us love God as we should. Martin Luther King Jr. says, the problem is not that we don't know that we should love. The problem is the power to love. The power to love. And in the New Testament, by the work of Christ, in his death, res resurrection, and ascension, God gave to us the promised Holy Spirit. And the presence of the Holy Spirit in and through God's people caused the character of God to be experienced by God's people. God himself comes and lives in God's people individually and collectively as his holy temple. And him being present in us cause us to have the power to reflect the character of God in the world. So when Peter talks about the same kingdom of priests thing in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 same you are a special people you are a royal priesthood you are a holy nation so that you would show forth the praises of him who has brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light now the question is can 
anybody know who your God is and how he is in relation to others by an observation of you. How does your light shine in a dark place? In a world that is so motivated by hate and polarization and prejudice and wickedness in a world in a world where even in the name of religion and in the name of righteousness some people are so loveless too many abortions so we just need to shoot some abortion doctors in the name of the Lord. People going up to you singing glory, hallelujah, then they try to suck it to you. In the name of the Lord. It's, just, it's really confusing that the people who are the most righteous in the world are sometimes the people who are less known for their love. For those who are not like them. The love for enemy. But you are a new generation. Maybe you can help us. Maybe you can open up your hearts to the Holy Spirit. And say yes we will be the people of God in the world. Who do not boast in their elitism. Who do not boast in their privileged position. But serve our God by shining his character in a world that needs to see it. I want to talk. Now, Shane and Sydney knows that that will be the introduction to my sermon tonight. <laughs> they know. A really good foundation for what we'd like to say. But you know, even the Ten Commandments really is just a real document of, of what God says should be the love. It begins by saying, Listen, I, I am your God. Look, look at it's like He's saying, Look at me. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, when nobody has cared about you, I delivered you. Therefore, you must have no other God beside me. You must make to look like me anything that is not really me. You must not treat me with contempt. Don't take my name in vain. And make some time, quality time, that is just my time with you. If I had time, we would talk about the love that is without competition. It mustn't be God and. It is God alone. Everything else you do must be loved through 
your love for God. In other words, everything else, your studies must be an expression of your love for God. Your girlfriend is going to be loved as a person loving God. The reason I love you is because that is an expression of my love for God. It must not be a competing love. Your race must not be some kind of, I love God, but I love black people. It is your love for God expressed as your love. It is, it is exclusive. It, you must love me with all your heart. There must be no other God. There must be no competing thing. I am not sort of like, you know, one of your loves. If you love me, you must love me completely. And everything else you do must be simply an expression of that love. That's why you're going to love your husband, wives, like how you love Christ. Amen. It's not a problem. Don't stop fighting. If you love Christ, then as a reflection of your love for Christ, you love your husband. That's why you love your wives, like Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Because you love God and therefore you act like God. You get it? It is the all-consuming, defining element of your life. I am a God lover. Because God lives in me. It is not just a religion. It's not a set of principles. It's not a set of angry people walking around killing abortion doctors or anything like that. Just some people who love God. And everything they do is an expression of that love. For there is no competition. Let's, let me stop there. Oh boy. How is your love? You know, Christians all over the years. And we especially in our faith tradition. Christians have realized over the years that this is the issue. There are some poetic lines. Lord, it is my chief complaint that my love is weak and faint. But I love you and adore. Give me grace to love you more. Do you really love him? He's really concerned about that. They came back from the dead. Had a discussion with Peter. And that's what he was really concerned. Peter, do you really love me? Do you really love me? Because this is it. It is loving him completely or nothing. No contribution, no time. You know, no, there's no other consideration. Everything else is not enough. Love me with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. Or stay where you are. This relationship between God and his people is an all or nothing. This is it. Do you love him? Let's, let's, let's pray. Our faith tradition, the tradition in which the school stands, is a tradition that 
probes people to be open to the Holy Spirit, open to God's presence. That is particularly experienced by an overwhelming sense of God's character. Expressed in love. It is, you know, it, it, we, part of the jargon that we talk about this experience of God is, 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 is perfect love. Where you are so taken by the God's love for you that you're weak in your knees. And you say, yes, Lord, I love you, I love you, because I recognize how much you love me. Our faith tradition is not embarrassed about being emotional, because love is an emotional thing. God weeps over us and delights in us. What a time in your life if you would fall in love with God. If like you guys fall in love with God at this stage and a love for God that is exhaustive, defines the rest of your life, you're going to get it. You're not going to waste so much things and waste so much time. If you get this love that God has for you now and you give him the love that he's asking of you now, then you are going to get what this whole being the people of God is all about. Dear Father, I confess before these my little brothers and sisters, younger brothers and sisters, young adults who are making up their minds as to how they are going to live their lives. I confess before them my love for you. My Jesus, I love you. I know you are mine. And for you, all the follies of sin I resign my gracious redeemer my savior art thou if ever I love you my Jesus it's now I love you in life I love you in death and praise you as long as you lend me breath and say when the depths do lie cold on my brow if ever I love you my Jesus it's now I love you because you first loved me and purchased my pardon when nailed to the tree I love you for wearing the crown of thorns on your brow Ever I love you, my Jesus is love. Dear Lord, I pray for these my brothers and sisters. I pray that your spirit would so possess the temple of their bodies and their minds so that they will be taken up with the great God of the universe whose love is lavished on them. 
and they will say yes and love you back. Come, Holy Spirit. And cause them to experience your presence. together.